0: Welcome to Rema for Today Radio.
1: I'm going to tell you that if you wait on protocol to be introduced to Jesus, you're in trouble. Because the devil will see to the fact that protocol never comes around. He will never make an appearance. So if you're going to introduce yourself and find out something about Jesus, you're going to have to do it yourself.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week we're going to start a new and inspiring message from Kenneth Hagan entitled, Don't Let Your Miracle Pass You By. This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now... Here's Kenneth Hagin with today's message.
1: Everybody stand, please. While you're standing, bring your Bible up with you and turn to Mark chapter 10. We're going to read from Mark chapter 10. Verse 46. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal. Now, he cried the more a great deal. That could be translated, and it is in other areas and it could be said that he shouted all the more, and you wouldn't do it, you wouldn't do any harm to the scripture to read it that way. That he shouted all the more, "Thy son of David, have mercy on me." And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called, and they called the blind man, saying unto him, "Be of good comfort, rise; he calleth thee." And he casting away his garments. I want you to underline that, casting away his garments. Today, when I was meditating, I saw something here that I'd never seen before. And he, casting away his garments, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou, or what would you have that I should do for you? Or unto thee, the King James says. The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. I want you to notice this first, this portion right here. Thy faith has made thee whole, and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. You may be seated. If you will study in the New Testament, you'll find out that that term, "thy faith has made thee whole," can be found in almost all of the instance when Jesus was ministering to people. So immediately we can begin, you go, well, I can think of one other one, Mark 5, they're, they're all through that. Thy faith has made thee whole. So immediately we can begin to realize that it was not the power of Jesus alone that healed these people. Now indirectly the power that he possessed, yes, it was in operation. But that's not what made them whole. It was not directly the power. Indirectly it was the power. But it was not directly the power. Because Jesus himself didn't say, My power healed you. He said, Thy faith or your faith did it. I want to teach... If you want a title for it, a lot of times they want titles, so I'll give you a title... They taught me that in Bible school. And when you take homiletics and, and all that, any of you people ever had homiletics? Any of you preachers ever had that? They teach you to make both have a title. Isn't that right? So i give you a title. What it's worth, here's a title. The miracle is coming or he's passing you by. The miracle is coming or he's passing you by. Into this world that was full of sorrow and pain came a man born of woman in a little town called Bethlehem, set in the Judea hillside, and his name was to be called Jesus. He was the Son of God. The angels announced his birth. He came to the world, the Word of God says, to seek and to save the lost and to release and set the captive free. The miracle has come. He's here to deliver and to set you free. But it's going to be up to you whether the miracle passes you by or not. Not me, not God. Not your brother, your sister, your neighbor, or anybody sitting around you, but it's you, yourself. Now we realize that in certain things that we do, we are supposed to wait for protocol. I've been in the army the United States of America. I gladly wore the army green. And I am proud to say that and I'm proud of that fact. I guess if you want to call me that, I am very patriotic and watching the Olympics every time that Star Spangled Banner is played and that flag is unfurled, I don't know, something about me, boy, I get the old adrenaline pumping, you know. We may not have... They may not be everything just right with our country, but I'm going to tell you one thing. You travel abroad and you'll find out we've got the best country in the world. We can watch TV 24 hours a day if we want to. You go to other countries, it's not so. The government controls it. Owned by the government. And they tell them when they can turn it on and when when their transmitters go and when they don't go. I was just down in South Africa last, uh, well, I guess it was last June. That was the first time the kids that went down there, I guess, was last June, the first time that they went with us. And so they woke up, you know, one morning and we heard them, my wife and I heard them in the other room, turning the TV channel and they didn't get nothing. And so, uh, you know, after a while they said, well, there's nothing on television. I said, well, son, this television is controlled by the government. And I said it comes on at 6 o'clock tonight and they will go off at 10 o'clock tonight and they control it. And I can go on and on and on from other countries. But I'm glad to be an American. We may not have everything right and we may have a lot of mess going on and so forth and so on. But on top of all of that, we still got the best country that there is around. I'm proud of it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Well, I'm glad that part of you are proud of the country you live in. Well, when you get some of the rest of you, get some of your freedom taken away, you'll be glad to clap for your country also. (laughs) I'm not up here to make a political or patriotic speech, but I just thought I'd throw a few things in. When I was in the army, I found out that you waited on protocol. You waited until you were told to speak to certain people, and there was a special way that you did it. You didn't just go busting into the colonel's office without an invitation to go to the colonel's office. And then when you had an invitation to go to the colonel's office, you were ushered in by the sergeant. And then there was a special way that you were supposed to introduce yourself. You were supposed to come to attention, supposed to snap a salute, specialist fourth class Hagen, reporting as ordered sir. And you stood there, and you didn't say you didn't say another word until he said something to you. And if he didn't say nothing to you, you stood still. Then he got ready to say something. And then you only answered a short answer. You didn't talk all around the country. So I stayed where I was supposed to stay. I didn't say a word until I was spoken to. And that's Protocol. I'm going to tell you that if you wait on protocol to be introduced to Jesus, you're in trouble. Because the devil will see to the fact that protocol never comes around. He will never make an appearance. So if you're going to introduce yourself and find out something about Jesus, you're going to have to do it yourself. Because you see, God did away with all of that when Jesus went to Calvary. Before Calvary, there was religious protocol. You say, what are you talking about? I am talking about the fact that before Calvary, you did not go in to the presence of God. You went To a certain area, the priest took your sacrifice from you. Then that priest went and he slaughtered that and so forth and he did something. And then the high priest was the only one that was allowed to go into the presence of God.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
2: One of our offers is my book, "Create the World You Want to See," and you create you create the world you live in with your words. You yes. create. If you want a better life, then start talking in, in the way that the, in line with the word with of God. With the word
3: of God, yes.
2: Start talking, in and, and, and create. You know, words are containers. Words they either carry faith, hope, love, joy, peace. or they carry doubt? unbelief, yes. uh, negativism, That's right. everything's negative, you create an atmosphere You do. with your words. That's right. I know coaches, when I was playing ball, coaches would always talk about, they said, they, they would tell you, see yourself doing it, see yourself scoring, yes. see yourself doing this. And I remember my dad used to tell people, see yourself being healed by the power of God. Yep. It's called Create the world you want to see. I'm not talking about a saying let there be. I'm talking about creating with your own words, creating the world you live in.
3: You know, honey, so many times I will get on people because they'll say, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I yeah. said, you are creating, you know, what Feeling you're going tired. to be. You know, I just say, you know, the Spirit of God lives on the inside of me yes. and it's going to strengthen my mortal yeah. body. So yeah, you well, got to create it.
2: Romans 8 says that. Yes.
3: And this will help you uh, to create the right atmosphere. And it's my CD on success. It's scripture on iCans, yeah. kind of, you know, and there's some songs on there that will pep you up. There's just music that will help yes. you get started in the morning. And then, of course, uh, three CDs, honey, by your dad, oh. a fresh anointing.
2: And we have received an anointing. Yes. So we pull on that anointing. That's right. Amen. That's right.
3: And that's for a gift of $25 or more. Lord. That's a great bargain. So I would encourage you uh, to go and and get this special offer. Uh, It will help you live life, right?
0: Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth Hagan will continue his teaching, Don't Let Your Miracle Pass You By.